Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 65th episode of the Bring On The Reviews podcast, where if you want it, we review it. My name is DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of reviews on things like movie and TV news, and some comic book stuff as well. Here are some things we're going to talk about today on this episode of the podcast. So, for the news that we have today, the first thing being up is, um, it's a possibility, and it'd be kind of cool to see this actually happen, is Spider-Man being the start to the phase four of the Marvel MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, basically. So, that'll be a good thing. Um, For me, that's thumbs up. Um, Just knowing that in 2019, um, May to be exact, there's going to be phase four. There's going to be a truckload of movies coming out afterwards for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And the possibility of Spider-Man set up for the future of the universe is because, you know, um, Tony Stark is not going to be the, the end-all to be-all. Plus, Robert Downey Jr. will eventually want to hand off that title to someone else. So it'd be cool to have someone from the not-too-original, but kind-of-original um, Avengers group to be there to have like a solid foundation to make things look amazing. So for me hearing that Spider-Man will be that um, anchor, or possibly that anchor, it's a great thing to be there. Just because um, Tom Holland was such a great um, Spider-Man that seeing even um, Homecoming 2 would be something that I, I wouldn't mind seeing at all. So for me, I would love to see that um, Spider-Man 2 start the the new phase four so um the next thing up i have here is um deadpool 2 and their choice of not recasting um tj miller which for me i'm gonna say this um i know it's kind of a, a touchy situation just because of all the allegations that's flying out there especially against tj miller and his actions that he might or might have not made in the past couple of years. So the reason for them not recasting his role is a very simple one. And it's a very reasonable reason why not to recast his role is because this movie is now in their final edits. So they're basically done shooting. I believe this movie is coming out in like the next either month or two, which for me, Thinking about reshooting, re, re, um, recasting his role will be a waste of time. It really will be. The best way to do for this one is just um, write his character off. You don't need a weasel character. It's a cool character to have, but you could incorporate any other character into that role. It's not a, a defined role. It's not a role where it's like weasel is um, Deadpool's best friend forever. There's other people that's been in that role, and there's other folks that have fit a better character for um, Deadpool's best friend. And for me, I'm okay with them not having T.J. Miller. I'm okay with not having a Weasel character. So f- my honest opinion is I'm happy with them not recasting it, just because at this point in time, it makes no sense. Um, all you're going to be doing is wasting a ton of money just to recast at the last possible moment and then now you have to push back the timeline on this movie that's coming out within the next 
um, month or so. So that, that's for me. I'm, I'm okay with that. Next thing I have here is um, Chris, Helmsworth, Chris Helmsworth basically went on um, record and mentioned that his eye patch is not a real eye patch. It's actually CG, which is a good thing. I give this one thumbs up. Hearing the fact that his eye patch is um, computer generated is something that I've always wondered because the way how it fits in his eye is like, are you going to tape that or glue that to his face? Is there like a um, a string that goes around that you remove out in uh, post-production? What exactly happened with that? For me, even though it's CG, I kind of wish it was like the old school patches because the new school one that he has right now, it looks kind of weird. But I'm glad to hear that it's not a real one. And the only thing I have to do is put the four dots on his eye, which makes it a whole lot easier when you're trying to act because if it's uncomfortable, it's going to feel weird and it's going to throw you off in your acting kind of scene. So when you have where his um, eye patch is CGI, it, it makes for a, a better performance from your actor. And he also mentioned that even not having like the big hair anymore saves him an hour of makeup, which, you know, you want your actors to be happy when they go on the, the, the scene itself. So for me, I'm okay with it being the CG. Um, I wish they did CG with other things in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but to hear that his eye patch is CG, it, it's perfectly fine. So that one I give a thumbs up as well. The next thing I have here is um, Atlanta two, Atlanta season two um, is basically being inspired by um, Tiny Toons and their story that's called um, How I Spent My Summer Vacation. So Donald Glover has been mentioning how that story is basically going to... Um, inspire the whole season too which is a good thing um when you come down to think about it your first thoughts is are they gonna go full-on comedy if they're gonna go like slapstick kind of thing no um what they've basically inspired about from tiny tunes is the fact that the story was a big overarching story and you have it where not everyone crossed over but eventually they're this story pieced together in like the grand scheme of things, which when you when we're talking about your your TV show, that's what you kind of want to happen. You want to have it where instead of it being where everything is like oh one episode drives another episode and drives another episode, you want to have it where it fits in nicely with each with each each other and it also makes it where. It feels like a cinematic universe, even though it's only a TV show. Whenever you successfully made it where your TV show feels like a movie, you've done great. Because then you have the liberties of going into your characters even more and have it where instead of driving from week to week, it just goes from this episode connects to that episode. And that's not to be a linear thing. It could just jump around a little bit, which brings a little freshness to the whole um franchise franchise whole series sorry so um that for me is a thumbs up i actually like that whole um, mentality so i can't wait to see um what comes up with season two and donald glover's um venture in this whole thing 
The next thing I have here is a list of movies that The Rock Dwayne Johnson is coming out with in the next couple of years. So the first one, which is uh, one that's coming out very soon, is Rampage. Um, folks should remember, or depends on how old you are, you should remember the, um, the Rampage video game, which was a cool video game. And it was a funny thought when they brought this um, item to the table and it's like, oh, Rampage video game. That's kind of weird. So I'm not really sure. So the way I'm going to do this, I'm going to give a thumbs up, thumbs down to um, whichever movie comes out and whatever title they have and whatever premise it is. So Rampage, I give it a, a thumbs up, even though it looks kind of weird and kind of stupid. I'll give it a thumbs up anyway, because it's, it's bringing back, you know, nostalgia for me. So I wouldn't mind that. Um, this next movie is called Skyscraper, which will be coming out in July. And it feels, it feels kind of weird. It looks okay. It feels like, um, many of other movies he's made, which isn't a good look for him. This one, I give a thumbs down. It is made, um, with his, um, central intelligence, um, director, but for me, this, the premise of this movie, it feels kind of weird. It's basically where, um, he finds himself being framed for a fire set in the skyscraper and, you know, now he has to race to, like, like, free his name and his family, which, it, it feels weird. It feels like a mix between, um, what's the movie called again? Bruce Willis, um, Die Hard, sorry. Well, I kind of blanked on that one. It feels like Die Hard meets some other generic movie, which you think it'll be okay because, you know, it has like a Die Hard um, feel to it, but no, it, it looks kind of weird. I'm okay with it not being that way. So that one gives a thumbs down. Um, next movie has here, which is going to be in September. Uh, funny enough, he has like three movies coming out this whole year. Three, four movies. Um, this one's called Fighting With My Family, and it is basically... Like a, it's like a former wrestler, and he tours around, and he basically talks about his family. That that's what basically is, um, which I'm okay. It, it feels like a semi autobiography kind of, but not really, uh, which I'm okay with, just because The Rock is such a a cool character, and I kind of wish it did follow his real life family because his real life family is humongous. Um, if you ever think about any wrestler, they must be some way connected to the Rock's family, which is crazy enough to think about. So that one, I give a thumbs up mid middle for that one. Um, the next one we have here is San Andreas two. This is automatic thumbs down. Um, this movie, the first one itself, I, I watched it. I thought it was a very, very cheesy movie. I really thought that they could have done without doing a second one, but from what it sounds like, it made some money. So, uh, yeah, second one's coming out. Thumbs down for that one. I'm okay with that. Um, next movie coming out for him is Doc Savage, which is like a hero- heroic movie, kind of, kind of like a DC kind of um, movie itself, and he's supposed to be some kind of undefeatable character of sorts. Um, I don't know too much about the Doc Savage character, so, for me, it, I'm not sure. But it feels like his Black Adam character. So, um, I'm going to talk about that next as well. For me, uh, thumbs down for that one. Just because when you go to 
playing multiple characters that are superheroes, it kind of saturates the whole um, superhero genre. And I'd rather they go to other people for other superhero um, films. So for me, I'm okay if I'm not doing that one. Um, Black Adam's the next one I'm talking about, which is also going to be um, Suicide Squad 2. Not really, the, not connected together, kind of. It's going to be, um, I think he's going to cross over in both both of them. Well, he's going to be in Black Adam, of course, and then cross over to the Suicide Squad 2. Hearing this, I'm okay with it. Um, he's been attached to this project for at least like four, five, six, seven years. Um, so that one's a thumbs up because it's a good fit for him. Originally, it's supposed to be Sazam, but then they moved it to where he's Black Adam. And I'm okay with that. I really am. So that's a thumbs up. Um, this next one is with um, the Robert London um, universe. So he's going to be in the Jansen um, directive movie, which is one of the movie, which one of the, um, the written um, books of Robert London. If you don't know him, but you might have heard of him because he made the, the born um, series itself. So it's kind of cool to see him doing that. He's going to be an ex um, Navy seal. Um, who gets caught up, you know, in a conspiracy, which is fine enough. In the action role, I wouldn't mind seeing them in that kind of aspect. So for me, that's a thumbs up, just because the rock, action, spy stuff. Um, I remember Get Hard was hilarious and funny and good at the same time. So I kind of would see that, but more serious, which I think it might be from what I'm reading here. So, that's a thumbs up. Um, the last one of The Rock's movie that's coming out is Big Trouble in Little China, which is a Kurt Russell movie from way back in the day. Um, that movie is amazing, and I feel that with The Rock's charisma, he could pull off that main character quite easily, and it's a no-brainer. It really is. I, I can't wait to see that one really this actually out all those the movies i mentioned this is probably the one i'm most excited for because it has like a hammy cheesy vibe to it the original version and when i heard the rock was playing that main character i was like yeah i can see him playing a role i really can and he'll be great in it and just seeing like like how funny he'll be it, it makes you laugh it makes you actually smile right now so i, I can't wait to see that movie come out so those have been the movies that The Rock will have in the next couple of years. For the most part, most of them are thumbs up. A few of them are thumbs down just because it, they're either not a good fit or a waste of time for a movie. But ultimately, The Rock's doing his thing. He's going to be in a ton of movies in the next couple of years. And I, I can't wait to see more from um, his growth. So that's a thumbs up in general. The next thing I have here is um, a couple images from the new Supergirl episode that's supposed to be the Legion of Superheroes. So basically, Monel and the future um, Justice League, basically, is going to come back to help out Supergirl defeat um, the Rain character. So from these images, um, thumbs middle, just because Brainiac looks weird. Um, thumbs up for the premise of the whole episode and, um, thumbs down for Monel's costume. His costume looks very, very bland. I kind of wish they went with, um, 
the extra comic book version. It'd be kind of cool just to see that, just because it's extra bright. This one looks like a dark version of like a ninja costume. There's no real specialness to this costume whatsoever. So for me, that's a thumbs down on that aspect. For the premise, thumbs up is a thing I'll give just because when you have um, the lead of superheroes on Supergirl, it reminds me of the Smallville episode. Well, there's like two episodes that happened in Smallville where they had the Legion of Superheroes as well. And I remember those episodes being one of my favorite episodes because you have um you had the bouncing boy, you had um um the other purple dude. I can't remember the name, but you had quite a few of the Legion of Superhero um characters come over to the Smallville universe. So it would be kinda cool to see that. I kind of wish they brought um, Tom Wellen as one of the characters in the Legion of Superheroes. That would have been a great crossover opportunity, and I would have been ecstatic to see um, Tom Wellen actually pop up in this whole series. Actually, they mentioned that they talked to Tom Wellen, and hopefully they will get him you know, to make some kind of cameo in this whole um, Supergirl TV show. There's been quite a few other ones. Um... Um, Dean Kane is on the Supergirl. Um, Terry Hatcher appeared on as well. Also, um, the lowest character from Smallville p- popped up on this, on this too. So it'd be kind of cool to see, you know, Tom Mullen pop up as well. But yeah, you know, we'll see exactly what happened with that. So for this one, um, thumbs down for Mana's character um, um, costume. Thumbs a middle for the way how Brainiac looks and thumbs up for the whole premise in, in general. So the next thing I have here is a TV show from Zach Brack. Um, if you don't remember him, he is from Scrubs. He was one of the main characters from Scrubs and this TV show that he's doing on ABC is going to be basically he's a family man that he's going to start doing a podcast so this podcast is basically about his life um, as a family man, basically. Um, when I watch this trailer, I gave the thumbs down, unfortunately. The the premise of this whole TV show is a, a semi-cool premise, but when I'm watching the trailer, it doesn't make me excited to watch this TV show at all. When I saw the trailer, I kind of wanted to turn it off halfway through, but I was like, let me finish and go the whole way. And unfortunately, um, there's nothing special about it, to be honest. It it really didn't impress me once whatsoever. I'm usually semi-impressed with some TV shows, and just the trailer alone is supposed to be able to grab you just a little bit. But for this whole um, this whole trailer, it just it, it felt it felt bland. It really did. And then he started monologuing a little bit, and then it just reminded me of um, Scrubs, which is the worst thing you could do is remind yourself of another TV show that you did in the past. So for me, this maybe the next couple episodes will be good. Maybe there'll be something like, you know, heartfelt about this whole thing. But based on the trail alone, I prefer not to see this whole thing. And, you know, it just looked horrible. So the next trail I have here is um, the Acts of Violence. So this has um, Bruce Willis in it, which is kind of cool. And it also has um, Mike Epps. So Mike Epps is playing a bad guy in this one. Um, 
and Bruce Willis is playing a detective, and there's a brother's situation where they lose their sister to these criminals, and they're trying to, it's like basically Taken. It's like Taken with Bruce Willis, which for me, I'm okay with that. I give this one a thumbs up. When I watched this um, trailer, I wasn't really sure. When I, when I heard the premise, I was like, oh, this feels like Taken. And I watched the, the trailer. I was like, it does feel like Taken, but I'm okay with the Bruce Willis aspect just because when he does action, it's not unbelievable because he, he does it towards you know his character himself. So I'm okay with that. And the fact that it mixes a, a dirty cop slash what would your family do to get you back situation. So it's just not just one of him only, it's multiple people. So it's him and I believe there's two two to three brothers that's there to help out to get the girl back. So I'm okay with that aspect just because it's semi-different from Taken. Taken was only Liam Neeson trying to do all that work. This one is going to be at least four of them trying to get back this one girl. So it it brings something different to the table that doesn't give you, you know, it doesn't scream horribly, you know, taken. So this one, thumbs up. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing this whole movie. Um, There's a new trailer for the Krypton series. So Krypton is basically going to be a TV series that it's predates Superman by at least 200 years and it goes over the whole you know lifespan what well, really lifespan um, it goes over quite a bit of the the Superman mythos well not really Superman mythos Krypton mythos you could say that um, because it goes over his family so the way I was described is supposed to be the great grandfather of Superman. And his his journeys basically, and so far it looked okay. For me, I'm not really invested in it just because one is on sci-fi, and then two, it, it comes out this year for ten episodes, so it's a very very short um, series. And they said they're gonna introduce other characters, like you might see Green Lanterns, you might see um, Hawk people, and when I think about that, I'm okay with not seeing a prequel to Superman, just because you're gonna see the House of L, and forgot why um, his great grandfather was like you know excommunicated kind of, but at the same time it's like uh, I'm okay with not watching the prequel to Superman. It, it just it feels like you know exactly what's gonna happen, but you know people made great points in saying that you're not really sure because this could be an alternate timeline. This could be something totally different. But for me, when you base it on Krypton, you know what's going to happen eventually. So you're on like a ticking time bomb. What do you do? Do you try to keep this up for seasons on seasons on seasons and introduce like earlier characters? You know, you might introduce Martian Manhunters, possibly. And and see exactly what you could bring out this whole um, series itself. But for me, I'm okay with not seeing the whole thing. It it feels kind of weird. It's just going to remind me of it not being Superman in the whole thing, 
Or if you do, if you do Soul Superman, it's going to be like a flashback of sorts, which is going to be kind of like a flash forward because there's a character that comes from the future that goes back to the past. It, it's weird. It feels like Back to the Future meets um, DC. And I'm okay with it not doing that just because, you know, it's, it's Krypton. Who's going to spend time listening to Krypton and their stories? It just, it feels like, you know, something that doesn't need to be told, unfortunately. And that's just how I feel on that one. Um, so, the last trailer I have here is the trailer for the Black Panther movie. So, there's been a few extra scenes that popped up in the Black Panther movie itself and the trailer that came out not too recently. And... I actually gave it a thumbs up. It showed more of the Killmonger um, character and kind of go over his backstory. Not really. It doesn't go over backstory. It goes over more of his um, um, dialogue, so he gets to speak a little bit more. And it shows more techniques and more action scenes. This one, it's hard to say because it's only like, two to three more clips in there and they're very very short clips i actually have this on my paper um i put down the black panther slash kendrick lamar so i'm gonna talk mostly about kendrick lamar so he he's basically gonna be doing the soundtrack for his whole movie which is a good thing just because when i heard the the song and even like the background background music basically for um, this trailer it actually sounds good, and most of the trails had his music playing anyway. So for me, when I think about Kendrick Lamar and the capabilities of his music, I could think about Black Panther, and I wouldn't mind you know them both coming together and you know making some some history basically. So for me, those two things the thumbs up. I can't wait to see the movie. Um, I actually don't want to see any more trailers just because I feel that these past few years, um, there's been too many situations where the trailer gives way too much of the movie and you end up making a sad, sad situation of going to the movies and you see the trailer already. It's like, oh, I saw that before or I saw this before. So hopefully, you know, when they hit out another trailer, that it only hits like it reversed or even mixed around the scenes a little bit, throwing like a new soundtrack, whatever, to that one trailer, and then that'll be it. Just because um, this movie's coming out within a month, so I'm okay with not seeing any more um, trailers just because I want to see this movie. So um, that's the end of the episode of this podcast. Um, you can find us on social media on instagram facebook tumblr youtube and itunes at bring on the reviews you can email us at um, bring on the reviews at gmail.com also for any questions and inquiries you can find us on twitter at bring on reviews that one is no that at all um, use the hashtag bring on reviews for any comments personal reviews and suggestions you might have you can also visit this website which is bring on reviews.com for any movie reviews and this podcast as well you can find me on social media, on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter, mostly on Snapchat, um, at Dwight Antsy, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C, 
Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. And you can also email me at dc at bringonreviews.com. And we'll catch your viewers next time.